welcome to the Girl Gains Podcast. I'm Amber P, IFBB Bikini Pro. And I'm Alexis Adams, IFBB Wellness Pro. On our podcast, we share everything from the good, the bad, the do's and the don'ts with the hopes of helping all female athletes. Get ready for some serious girl gains. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Girl Gains Podcast. I'm Amber P. I'm Alexis Adams. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about something that's very important. It's comparison. This gets tricky because you have to understand there's a time and place. The only time you should truly be comparing yourself as an athlete is when you are on stage and you are literally looking at the stage photos of you against other athletes. Now, easier said than done because I know we have all done it before but something that I see a lot and there's nothing wrong with this like I'm not like trying to bash anybody but you have to understand it's not the same when someone's taking their photo for instance like let's say if you're an amateur you're taking your photo from your stage shot and then you're putting it next to a pro who's been competing for years and years like well first of all y'all are on the same level like these are totally two different shows and so therefore like I get what you're saying but at the same time you have to understand that that comparison kind of really isn't valid. Yeah. And at that point you're like, you're missing the forest for the trees or however that saying goes, like you're, you're jumping eight spots ahead. Um, If you are not a pro, you don't have any business comparing yourself to the pros and it's going to, it's going to make you miss out on the process that you're in right now. So like you have to finish the current step to get to the next step to get that six steps ahead so that you can be on stage with the pros comparing yourself to them. Now, it's okay to have that like aspiration and that goal. Obviously, we work towards goals. But if you are constantly looking ahead to that, you can't appreciate the moment that you're in right now and take it from me. Once you get out of the NPC and you get into the pros, you win extremely way less. Like you're not going to win that much anymore. (laughs) And there's going to be three times as many people that are better than you that you will, you will be compared to. So like that will be there. It's not going to go away. Um, So don't miss out on what you're doing right now to jump ahead to three times harder. And then you're going to miss at least taking in the moments. Like, I don't, I don't wish I was still in the NPC, but I've told you guys before that I wish I could have taken in a little bit more. And that's something that I focus on now. Um, and I do a lot better job of now. So of all the advice that we give on here, please stop making the side-by-sides of you and your favorite pro that's in the top five of the Olympia. it's just it's like it's doing yourself more disservice than benefit yeah like alexis is at a point because she literally just got off of the olympia stage so for her and her goals and where she's at yes it makes sense to look at that because well she was just on stage with these people you know so like the thing that i do whenever i get off stage and i did this especially after my pro debut because again like that was my first time next to other pros I looked at the comparisons of me in the lineup with the other girls, because honestly, that right there is going to tell you everything that you need to know. Everyone looks great by themselves, right? 
everyone looks amazing when they're in their own element in their setup doing their check-in photos but if you truly want to see where you're at put all that to the side look at those comparisons look at how you're angled look at how you look next to other people because i guarantee that is going to be a very humbling experience for you if you really analyze that because that is honestly going to tell you the true picture and honestly tell you where you really stand yeah um and it's not to say like of course you need to always be learning and always be a student of the sport so like of course watch the pro shows and look at the photos of Franciel and Issa and see like the density that's needed at that level. That's fine. But directly comparing yourself to them makes no sense at all. Um, it's not a comparison. You guys aren't on stage together. You guys aren't both peaked. You know, <laughs> um, it's not an even comparison. And it's going to just cause you craziness, like mental craziness. Mm-hmm. That's something that I did this go around because like this pat this bikini Olympia, like I was very invested and I love watching shows. Like I tell you guys all the time, if you, especially if you live in an area where there's a lot of shows, like if you live in Florida, my God, you have like shows all the time once the season gets going, but go and watch pro shows because if you truly pay attention, like take your own thoughts and opinions off, like I say it all the time, chop the head off and just look at the body, it will truly help you to understand what the criteria is and what they're looking for. I feel for the first time with bikini, everything makes sense. It's not a matter of what, and this goes for all divisions, it's not a matter of what you think is the coolest look, it's who fits that criteria. And so something that I did this go around was when I got back home, because I'm going to make a video about it on my YouTube channel, just like my thoughts with the Bikini Olympia. But like I was looking at the top three photos and I was literally understanding why they were, they were, where they were like, honestly, either one of them could have won. But when you really start looking at comparisons in that way versus, oh, pulling this person's stage shot and making your own little photo grid, it, it it's, it's not as clear cut. So be invested in your vision and and look at the actual comparisons on npcnews.com. And even so, like, even once you are on stage with that, like when you're comparing your side by side to the people that you are on stage with, um, also be aware of like the things that went well for you and the things that did not go well. Um, if you had a perfect peak, then it's a perfect scenario to mm-hmm. see like what your strength and weakness strengths and weaknesses are next to those people. Um, but also be aware if things went a little haywire, mm-hmm. be cognizant of that. Um, I can tell you my peak for the Olympia did not, I didn't get on stage how, we were hoping that I would. Um, and it's a, it's a mind game of looking being like, Oh, like this is bad. But it's also like, I know I like, I physically could have looked better. It's not that the physique isn't there. It's the way that it was peaked. So, um, it doesn't really, it doesn't make it better, but it at least makes you more aware of like, there are so many variables that go into it. Um, and that's just what the sport is. Yeah, it's almost so like, like... You never, you never can be like, 
100% sure that you, like, this is a, a complete comparison of me versus this person. We're both exactly on, like, mm-hmm. it. it's not. Like, nothing's ever perfect. Yeah, it's not, it's like, it's not a true representation. I understand what you mean, because I remember I told you, like, when I woke up for my pro debut, I was like, I'm not sharp. This ain't it. I looked better yesterday. You know, and that's just something like as the more you compete, you start to learn that. But it, it is hard when you know you're not on point and you're trying to compare because you can't help but think, well, dang, if I was on point, then I would truly have a better representation, especially like I get what you're saying when you've known you've come in better prior to like if this was the best of the best. OK, cool. I get it. But I understand what you're saying now when you know yeah. you've come in better than that and now you have to compare this physique that you feel that you know isn't your best it kind of it can skew your mind a little bit yes for sure so like any comparisons that you're making take it with a grain of salt um it's subjective Mm -hmm. (laughs) but don't compare your level one to someone else's level 10 like it that that is just silly Yeah. And we say this all the time. And I feel like Alexis and I do a very good job of this, especially if we weren't at the show. You guys, please keep in mind how someone looks in photos is not how they look to the natural eye. How someone looks in videos is not how they look to the natural eye. The natural eye does not lie because there's been plenty of times where I've literally been sitting at a pro show, watching it, seeing it with my eye. And I understand, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then you see the photos and you're like, that ain't at all. Like, what that person looked like you like you have to take in consideration like right. the lighting the camera like no, the eye does not lie and a lot, a lot of people like to think that yeah. oh the judge just got it wrong and it's just kind of like well were you there yeah and like a photo is just two-dimensional so like I even have photos from the Olympia photos and videos from like that what you guys have sent me and you all were at different spots watching pre-judging mm-hmm. and all the vid- videos look different so I have favorite videos and not so favorite videos because <laughs> some of them I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some of them I'm like, okay, the lighting there is better. I don't look as much of like yeah. a black blob on stage. Yeah. Um, so like the more you get into the sport, the more aware that you are. So like the initial, initially the first photos that I was seeing, I was already aware of that. I'm like, okay, well, I, like this isn't exactly what it looked like in real life, you know, um, especially iPhone photos. Those are the oh, first God. ones that you see always when you get off of stage. Yeah. And sometimes the way that it adjusts, like the saturation and stuff, it makes you look 10 times better than you were on stage, harder, um, more sharp. And then sometimes it's the other way. And this is what it was for me when I was seeing the first videos, I was like, this this is very bad. <laughs> this, I don't feel, and I'm like looking in the mirror backstage. And I'm like, I don't see that. But if it translated like that on stage, this is bad. <laughs> and then the more videos I was seeing, I was like, okay, this is more, this is more fair. This yep. is more realistic. Yep, absolutely. And that's something you have to keep in mind as an athlete as well, because yes, you have prep goggles on, but you're in your body. You know what you look like. And so it's very difficult when you know how you looked with your natural eye. You see photos and videos that are better quality, but you still see those other ones. And it's kind of like, oh, man, like that can't truly be what it looks like. But something else that I think I now take into consideration is how 
you're actually moving on stage because that matters a lot. Because like you said, with the photos, it's just still, it's two dimensional. But when you're actually watching how someone moves on stage, that can tell you a lot as to why someone plays the way that they did as well. And I don't think people take that into consideration. Yeah. Cause like if you're stepping to get into your like back pose, your quarter turn, um, and there are, you can like, that's when they tend to see that you're too lean, like mm-hmm. standing still, you can be hitting your pose just perfectly because you've mastered it. But as you move, the muscle fibers are moving too. And if you are too lean, you're going to be flickering and all the mm-hmm. muscle fibers are going to be moving. And in wellness and bikini, they don't want to see that. Nope. Um, so, I mean, like that can affect it and the opposite. The, if you have some extra fat and you start moving, it's going to move. You can't hold it tight. <laughs> yeah. And so you like, you can't compare. It's just kind of like, which is why taking those still photos or you putting yourself next to someone else, like it, it's, it's not a true representation. Like speaking of the muscle fibers, when Jay was on stage, I was looking at her legs. I was like, oh boy. I can see every muscle fiber in her leg. And like we were talking about it and, you know, I said, I saw it. I said, when I looked at everybody, like in the top 10, you were definitely the leanest. Like when I was helping her with her suit, like I didn't want to say anything. She was like, I need to eat. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just one of those things where it's a fine line. Now, if you're just looking at her by herself, oh my God, yes, amazing. But then when you look at her and you look at the conditioning of the top three, you can see, oh, and when she moves, that's yeah, when you can they really can make see it. Stand it. Out yeah. One way or the other. Right. When she's standing still, it was fine. But as soon as she started moving, I was like, okay, well, you know, those are definitely things to keep in mind. And then um, something else, I think, and I understand why people get kind of on the fence of, sharing like maybe their calories or their cardio or their stats or whatever like I share my stats as far as my weight and my height and food just simply because when I started out I was looking to get an understanding of what it could potentially take for someone as my height and what you have to understand is just because you are the same height as somebody it doesn't mean that your structures are the same because you can be the same height as me, but if we have a different structure or if we have like a different body fat distribution or different her muscle bellies, or if I have more muscle, nine times out of 10, my stats aren't going to be yours. So when someone's sharing that, like use it as information, like it's not the law, it's not the Bible. So that way you can kind of get a general idea of, oh, okay, well, that could be what it potentially could take. Yes. Um, I don't have macros. Um, so I don't share those and I'm obviously not going to share the specific meal plan that my coach makes me. Um, but I share my height and weight too. And even that's like subjective and my weight needs to be lower the next time I'm on stage. Um, but it can be mind blowing. Cause I remember, um, at Charlotte cup, Giselle told me what her stage weight is. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) I'm tiny, Mm -hmm. but I'm also like four inches shorter than she is. Right. (laughs) Which is a lot. Like that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot. 
It is. No, that's massive. It's like when we made that comparison of us, like we were both, I want to say like maybe like two weeks out and it was the same weight, but just simply because I'm taller and you have more muscle mass, that's why the weight was the same, you know? And I know for me, when I first started, significantly different. it looks significantly different. Like that was night and day. Maybe we'll post that on um the Girl Gangs podcast, Instagram, Ooh, yeah. but that that's like a night and day difference. And so like, I know for me, like when I first started out, it was hard to kind of find someone in within my height range, because when you first start out, you don't know, like the average bikini girls, probably somewhere between like five, five, right? Those girls stage weights can be anywhere between like 118, 123. Uh, I'm five, eight. Absolutely not. That would not work for me. And so that's, you know, my mindset as far as sharing or, or on the flip side for a tall girl, our off season weights are high and it's not because we're fat. It's because we're taller. And that can be daunting when you first start out, when you hear everyone saying, oh, well, you know, off season, I'm 130. And I'm like, well, shit, my stage weight's 132, 134. How's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> um, someone in the um, question box, we threw up question boxes, guys, but I forgot to put it up last night. So you only have like an hour and a half to <laughs> submit your question. Sorry, we'll save it for next um, time. But I'm kind of like checking it as we go yeah. Um, because I know it's early and most of y'all aren't like on Instagram quite yet. Um, someone said, how do you deal with the hard days of reverse when your brain is craving a lot? So more than your brain craving, it's imbalanced hormones. You have been in a fight or flight state in prep for a very long time. Your body is not meant to be, if you were appropriately stage lean, your body's not meant to be at that leanness with that amount of muscle. Um, so as soon as you have those like untracked, do what you want post-show treats, your um, ghrelin and leptin go wild and your hormones are just releasing ghrelin, 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 eat, 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 because you haven't been. So it like from just a human nature stance, your body is like, I'm getting food. I don't know when I'm going to get more. So I'm just going to keep asking for it in the lamest terms I can get. Mm -hmm. um, the issue with that is the best way for your body to make sure that it has energy for later is to store it as fat. So that's how you put on fat so quickly post-show. Um, so your brain probably wants snacks because you haven't had snacks, but the hormone release is much stronger um, and then the weak side of the brain is a lot easier to give in because you don't have a show date. There's no hard, scary, I have to get on stage in a skimpy bikini time frame, And it's very hard to not eat the snacks. And y'all, I haven't been the best with my reverses in the past. And I can tell you that even going into this, my current reverse, um, I currently don't want to. Like, I see no point. Um, I'm doing it because I said I was going to, and I think my future self will thank me, but I don't, I don't want to. Um, and that's something that you have to decide if you don't want to, you can decide not to and do whatever you want to do. Um, or you can decide like your post-show emotions are going to be all over the board, um, for the majority of us. And you have to stick to the plan that you made for yourself, knowing that you were going to be in this situation. Um, so 
I don't want to have a scenario where I have to lose 30 pounds and still not be lean enough again. Um, I would like to lose 30 pounds next time and be lean. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I can't like, you're not the only one. So, um, you just have to decide, do you want to listen to your sane self that made this plan for you? Or do you want to listen to your emotional side right now? And I can tell you, if you got stage lean in prep, you did not listen to the emotions. So try to keep tapping into whatever got you through prep. It's going to be harder because there's no like exciting date at the end. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not worth it. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's definitely a battle. Um, the longer you do it, I'm not going to say it gets easier. It, it gets manageable. One of my things that I always do as soon as I get off stage, I bang water because I'm just thirsty anyway. That's all I want. I try to not have anything sweet until I've gotten a sufficient meal in my body because I found having nourishment first <laughs> helps me with my reverse better than when I just go straight in for sweets, which I mean, I'm not really a big sweet person anyway, but our bodies are in starvation mode. So the brain is in the hormones, they're going to do what they want to do, right? Like you, you don't have any control over what your hormones do. But I will say this because I can't remember what show it was. I was um, working in an athlete. She was just stressing herself out so badly about the reverse. And y'all know me, like I'm a mindset junkie and I'm always going to like tap into the psychology of people first. That just comes with being a hairstylist. I'm low key a therapist. And I just had to kind of like pull her to the side and say, my concern with you is that you are so overly worried and scared to death about your reverse that it is going to backfire on you. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can just get so hyper-focused on something to the point that you start to drive yourself crazy and it ends up going horribly wrong anyway. And so I just had to tell her, I said, okay, the worst thing that can happen, you put on a little extra body fat. That is literally the worst thing that can happen. However, the thing is with that, if you were able to prep and get body fat off and get stage lean, you can do it again. Is it ideal? Absolutely not. It's not ideal, but understand that, Hey, if your reverse does go left, have a longer prep. Don't stress yourself out. Of course, the goal is to not mess up on your reverse. But like I said, sometimes it's inevitable. Sometimes your hormones do get the best of you. Or sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. But I think if we can just get a mindset of not stressing ourselves out so much about the reverse to the point that you drive yourself crazy and you bomb your reverse, it it could probably help you out. But again, I understand that doesn't work for everybody. I understand every mindset is different. But I think the big takeaway from that is just making sure you're going into your reverse with a plan. And I understand just because you have a plan don't mean things can't get dicey sometimes, but give yourself some grace. And I think when you understand what your body is actually going through, it does help. Because I know for me, post-show, my first one, I was freaking out. I thought I had an eating disorder because I couldn't stop eating. And now I just understand, oh, it was my hormones. So you know what's going on. Um, You know what to expect. Water is your best friend. Chug your water and keep keep Mm -hmm. following the plan. Yep. Did you have anything else or was that the only one? I'll check mine. Um, That's it that I have. Okay. So any more that come in, you guys, we'll just 
answer those on the next one. That's pretty the much. Next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think about that either. Let me see. Yeah, no, I don't have anything. So that's going to, I mean, basically wrap up the whole comparison. And then, you know, like I say it all the time on social media, it's just kind of like, definitely don't compare yourself to someone who's in their setup, in their room with their light, the perfect angle as tuned up in a specific way. It's just kind of like you guys, and then also pay attention to, there are a lot of athletes that look one way on Instagram. And then when you see the stage shot, they look completely different. So please keep that in mind. And this is not to say like from, if you are like Photoshopping or whatever the gadget, I don't know that much about technology, (laughs) but whatever you're using to like warp it, stop. stop. You're just embarrassing yourself. I can tell you from someone who does not alter anything on her Insta, like on, I don't post anything that's altered. One, I don't know how to do it. Two, I have zero cares to put the effort in to figure it out. Um, it does not do you any good. And it makes you look extremely stupid on stage. Um, that's really the only way you can look stupid on stage, in my opinion. Um and I can tell you from someone who doesn't do that and still got on stage <laughs> different than what I'd been posting, but only because my peak went badly, I can't imagine having done that on purpose. Because, like, there's nothing that I could have done to make it, you know? And, like, that was one of my first thoughts, like, seeing my stage shots. I'm like, this doesn't look like what I've been telling people I was bringing. Um, and, like, sometimes that happens. You're, yeah. like, I was watery and flat and it didn't look good. Um, but to have done that on purpose, like the psychological turmoil that it would cause. Yeah. I don't understand it. So don't dig your own grave by doing that for yourself, let alone what other people think when they see the two discrepancies, but don't do it to yourself. Like be proud of the physique that you have. If you don't want to post it, you don't have to. Mm -mm. And if you are going to post it, be proud of what you are. Don't warp it to make Susie Joe down the street think you look good. Like, do you look good or do you not look good? Don't don't alter it to make someone think you might. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make, like, what I just described doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, it's disingenuous. And then all you're going to do is make yourself look like a fool. Because the thing is, if you're doing this, I'm assuming that you're taking it serious. And what you have to understand is you are your own personal brand. So you are literally tarnishing your brand. Your followers are not going to trust you. Because my thing is, if you are promoting a product, right, and you're saying it's good, how the hell am I supposed to trust you? And you keep photoshopping your your body. And so now, not only yeah. are you missing, people don't trust you, you can't even get the bag. You can't make money. So it's just kind of like, be, be mindful because people aren't stupid. Yeah. And you're, you're just representing the sport in something that it's not. Like, that's not what you look like. So why are you pretending that this is what bodybuilding is when that's not actually what you look like? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Seriously, my favorite compliment whenever I meet anybody, the first thing they always say is, oh, wow, you act the exact same way as you do on social media. And I'm like, yeah. And then they say, you look the exact same. I'm like, yeah, because who has time to fake? Like, that's a lot of work. I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. All right. Sport creates a 
they like body dysmorphia if you are successful at any capacity in the sport you've got a level of it mm-hmm. don't create more for yourself truly truly because <laughs> you're your waist two inches smaller and then when you look in the mirror it ain't two inches smaller <laughs> smaller my god like the whole body dysmorphia like I feel like I have a sharp mind and I clearly have body dysmorphia like it just comes with the sport so all you're just causing yourself more harm because guess what that body dysmorphia is there you will never look at your body the same ever again you will never look at food the same again or like even like it's so funny whenever I'm talking to someone or if I'm talking to Alexis I'm like oh yeah that's right that person isn't a bodybuilder I'm like that person is a civilian and it's like it's funny but it's true because I was thinking thinking about that this morning when I was doing something I said you know what something we have to realize as bodybuilders like bodybuilding isn't the real world it is our world but we cannot operate in the real world as if bodybuilding is everybody's real world because it's not yeah that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes but it is the truth <laughs> because I, I do that I forget like when I'm talking to somebody I'm like well, oh it's, shit it's so that off. consuming but it's yes. hard to realize other people don't get it and that's not how other people live yeah like I was explaining to someone in the gym the other day she was like oh yeah like you're you're so strong you're, you're pushing you're strong and I was like I'm I'm actually not lifting to be strong and she thought I was crazy I said no I'm a professional bodybuilder <laughs> like I'm I'm lifting to look a very specific way for my division and I think that's when I started thinking about it okay bodybuilding versus real world because most people yeah they want to look a certain way but a lot of people are like constantly pushing like stronger 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 and I know for me if I were to push that my behind would be right on out of the bikini division so just those reminders <laughs> yes <laughs> You got anything else, Lex? I think that's it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please, 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 y'all, hit up Alexis for your posing. It is the end of the year. There are some people that are still in prep for national summer, beginning prep for the Arnold. Either way, no matter where you are, hit up Alexis for your posing because you don't want to get outposed. Um, you can hit me up for Stage Glam. All shows for the rest of the year are booked. However, the first four national level shows are available on my website for booking. We love y'all. Thanks so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon. Bye, guys.